Blog Talk Radio. Is social media creating stress in your daily life? Information flowing through people's lives now more than ever. And much of it, if it's distressing and challenging. So let's talk social today with my special co-host, Bob Bavar. Stay tuned for more details. Thank you for being here. Welcome to the Your Life Now Show, where your life and your business matter. Your host is a certified executive coach and trainer with the passion to help make the difference in the world. Your Life Now Show brings you powerful resources and effective tips to help you manage your life and your business at its best. And now, here's your host, Coach Rhea. Hello, my friends, and welcome. You are listening to Your Life Now Show, where your life and your business matter. I am your host and executive producer, Ria Wilkie, also known as Coach Ria. Thank you and welcome to the show. Happy Thursday. Whatever you're doing, wherever you are, I hope you are doing fantastic and thank you for joining us today. Just a quick intro, I am the founder and the CEO of Your Life Now. And Your Life Now is a professional executive coaching, training, marketing, and PR company. And if we can be of service to you, to your organization, we'd love to hear from you. So please contact us at our website at yourlifenow.info. Again, that's yourlifenow.info. My intention of hosting this show is to inspire a change and transformation. I like to inspire you to make some positive changes in your life and in your business so you can manage your life and your business at its best. Now we invite best-selling authors here on the show and thought leaders and they share a lot of helpful tips and suggestions with us. Please keep in mind that Your Life Now show is intended to be for information purpose and thought-provoking. So by applying any of the information mentioned here on the show, you are agreeing to take full responsibility for your actions. And of course, for more information, please feel free to contact us. We'd love to hear from you. And if you have any questions about our guests, we'd love to hear from you. Make sure you contact us again at yourlifenow.info and we'll be more than happy to provide you with all the information that you request. We are going to take a short break and when we come back, we will get right into our show for today. Thank you so much for being here. Your Life Now Radio Show with Coach Rhea will return in just a few moments. Hello, hello, and welcome back, my friends. You are listening to Your Life Now show, and I am excited to be here joining you, and thank you for listening, whether you are listening live 
or on demand. And just a quick reminder, the show is available everywhere you get your podcast as well, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, um, iHeart, and of course, simply you can go to our page at yourlifenow.info, listen, download any of our episodes for free. And thank you so much for supporting the show. We appreciate it so much. So my dear, today we are talking social, social media, how we use in social media, how is social media affecting us. So the show is really today, as we always say, it's intended to be thought-provoking for information purpose. And I'm having a great dialogue today with my special co-host, Bob Bovard. Bob is a speaker. He's an executive with the highest level of creativity and problem solving, coaching, communication, and interpersonal skills. So why don't we just jump right into the show and please help me welcome my special co-host, Bob, to the show. Hello, Bob. You are on the air. Hello, hello. Hello, Coach Rhea. Hello, everybody. Thank you for inviting me. This is fun. This is going to be fun. This is what we do here on this show. We try to inspire, I always say, inspire positive change and transformation and also get us to think maybe perhaps in a different way. Um, Not being influenced or are we being influenced or being informed. So let's kick that with um, a way to kind of begin this show. What's your thoughts? Like, what do you think? You know, I see you, you're very active on social media and you have a great, you know, um, followers. How do you see? I mean, I'm going to, you know, we are co-hosting, so I'm, yep. you're not, you know, personally like I'm interviewing you. We are doing this show together. So I want to bounce back and forth with you on your thoughts and let's get people involved. Again, let me just give you some information here if you'd like to join us live on the air. You can dial in by uh, calling our studio at 626-213-5773. If you have a link, you can actually click on the link. And if you're an international caller, you can use Skype for free, Skype to Skype call. So all the information available on the link, if it was shared by you, or simply, again, you can call 626-213-5773. We'd love to hear from you. So, Bob, let's start with you. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. Okay, so let's talk social. Here are the, um, the the things that have transpired in my world because I've had a, uh, a email address since the beginning of we were allowed to have email addresses. So I have an original one that's still AOL.com because it's so easy to remember. And then okay. all of my other email addresses actually load into that one, and I've probably got 20-plus different email addresses. So I've been involved with my computer and the Internet since, well, I don't know, the late 80s. But, but as, as things came online, I tried and tested some of those. And one of the very first ones that I got semi-involved with and really liked was MySpace. And MySpace allowed okay. you to connect to, to your friends and it allowed you to save music, and it allowed you to do playlists, and it allowed all the interaction, and and it was a, a wonderful tool. The problem was that the other two that came online shortly after were in the same time frame, 
and I don't think about Google as much uh, as social media as I think of that as as a way to search the the universe, and it's a primary search engine for most people. But right. that one and Facebook and Facebook were both funded by the CIA. That's not a guess. That's not game playing. That's not not. Uh, uh, <laughs> going into the black underwaters of the world or creating stories. It's absolutely true, and it's and it's not hidden. So we, we can Google denied. that, right? So we got to Google sure. it for facts, right? Yeah, because I did not, not know that, so okay. <laughs> yeah, Google, but Google and Facebook were both initially funded by the CIA, and it's actually very easy to understand. So let's talk about Facebook for a couple of minutes, because when you started this, you said, do people see this as informative or as whatever? Um, or influence, if, being influenced. Or, right. or influencing, yes. Um, right. What, if, if you think about Facebook for a minute, when it started out, it was just this, this almost game of who are the pretty girls at Harvard run from the student's uh, <laughs> uh, room. And, and it was nothing more than that. They got right. this huge influx of money because if you think about Facebook for a minute and you think about all of the, uh, the agencies around the world, this is their dream because now they don't even have to do most of the work. We do it for them. We put online our pictures, our old pictures, our new pictures, our friends' pictures, our friends' names, uh, what we like to do, where we're at, when we're doing it. We've set ourselves up for this perfect storm for all of the letter agencies and the police agencies, and we've just literally handed it to them. Now, because they were so supported, it basically became the go-to one, and it overwhelmed MySpace. And MySpace sort of has disappeared as a blip on the screen, and it's been redone a couple times. But MySpace is still alive. I still have a MySpace wow. site. And I, oh, I, and I still go to it once in a while just to make sure that, you know, I'm putting a blip on it or listening to a piece of music or something and, or inviting a new friend. But and and even on Facebook, I will occasionally put a link to that page and say, come on, join me. Now, does that happen? No, I've got thousands of it, Facebook it's, followers. It's outdated. And, like, and, yeah, I mean, it's outdated well, information. It, and, 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 and outdated depends on your definition because, like I said, they've redone it a couple times, and it's primarily a music site. So that's oh. what it's used for setting up, yeah, it's for setting up playlists and and your favorite artists and your favorite groups and stuff. So if you're into music, MySpace is still a wonderful place to be or to hang out. And, I mean, you can do it with your friends, and it's a whole lot easier to do with your friends than YouTube is. So some and it's just MySpace.com, so some people should probably go and look again. And if they go to MySpace.com slash Bob Bavard, they can find my page and say hello or friend me or something, and I'll friend them back if they that's, just make a note that this very, is where it happened. Very, happens. very interesting, Bob. Because you know, I, I never, I don't have, you know, um, my space. I, I don't even, you know. I mean, I think the first, you know, I joined social uh, Facebook, um, 2009. I think Twitter probably prior to that. I can't remember. But I can tell you one thing. I mean, it's this is what's so great about this. I mean, we not again. Like, I just want to make sure. 
I'm putting it out there. This uh, show is really for information purpose, thought-provoking, and these things. We're not taking any side. We're not pointing finger on anyone. And it's really great to get different perspectives. So I do encourage you to kind of, you know, I don't know if I want to open the chat room right now, but I can tell you, you know, I would love to hear your feedback as far as how you use social media. Because, you know, social media is just a broad concept, right? We can use social media for social. We can use it for social for business. Business use, you know, social media. Everybody, I mean, even doctors now, they got like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You know, it's like they got all these icons on their website, you know, come in and look, you know, or Google. And honestly, I I am very, I mean, I come from corporate sales and I do sell and I believe everybody sells. No matter what you do in life, you are selling, right? Of course. But I think my, my perspective on this, and again, this is my perspective on this, I really choose not to be the tools of my tools. You know, so, I mean, how do I use right. my tools? And I, I really well, honestly, I'm going to give it, you know, I'm not yeah. calling name out, but I had a, somebody working on a project for me, and they did a horrible job. And the amount of the project was really huge as far as how much I had to pay for that project. Yeah, I was really disappointed with the outcome, right? You know, I mean, I'm, I, again, I come from, from a background of, you know, I'm, I set the agenda, I set the expectation from the beginning of anything that I do in my life. This is who I right. am. This is what I'm about to do. This is what you told me you have. This is what you want to cover. This is what you want to accomplish. Is there anything that I miss? No. Is there a reason why you can't do business with me? No. So then you, you move forward. A lot of people, they skip all these things. But the bottom line why I'm sharing this story, <laughs> I was very dissatisfied with the project. So I decided I'm not going to just take the loss and not be happy because it's interesting how people actually, and this is why, you know, this is relevant to social media, how people use any kind of, whether it's search engine, I know Google is search engine, but, you know, you've got the reviews, right? People buy reviews. I'm in marketing. I know how yeah. that works, you know? Um, so yeah, anyhow. Here's, here's, and, right. So I just want to, I was going to say you something know, about Google. To finish the story. So here's the yes. thing. Yes, ma'am. So the project, you know, was the, to not to my satisfaction. I couldn't get their attention till I start talking money. When I start talking money, I'm like, listen, you want this much? I'm only going to give you this much and let's just move on because I don't want your people to come in and do anything anymore because I am not satisfied with them. Why do I want to have the same people doing the same crappy job that they didn't do for the first time, right? So, you know, give it back and take. No, I'm not taking this loss. You know, the project manager, I mean, actually the owner and I decided, I'm like, listen, I mean, I really not, I don't choose to go any other route because my philosophy, this is how I was brought up. If you don't have something nice to say, don't say anything. So I'm not going right. to, you know, bad mouth you online. I'm not going to go talk about how horrible your company is or anything like that. But I'm just not going to say anything. I'm just not, you know, because I'm not satisfied. So anyway, so the person agreed to take the loss. And then just move on. And I was really shocked when actually that person came back to me and asked me, he said, well, can you do me a favor? I'm like, first of all, I don't owe you any favor. Second, his favor was he wants me to go on Google and give them five-star review. <laughs> so I, I was like so shocked. I was so shocked. 
shocked that he actually had the nerve, knowing who I am and what I do for a living, that he actually had the nerve to ask me that question. So I said, so, so you are buying your five-star review <laughs> for the price that you take it off? The amount of, I, I was just like blown away. And that goes on. So like even with like, you know, so that's why I'm very skeptical as far as yeah. like, you know, people trying to sell so, you so online, you, whether it's on LinkedIn, social media. Right. I'm very, you know, professionally, I use LinkedIn. Um, well, Facebook so Korea, is a beautiful did, thing. Yeah. So Coach Rhea, did you go online and give them a rating at all? I did not. Of course not. Well, because I'd have given them a one. If after I give them a rating, I mean, they're yeah. going to get a zero rating. Because, I mean, yeah, no, you can't I'd have given me. him a one for that ridiculous request. <laughs> but, but, uh, but that's what happens with Google. Not only is Google their top, their top three or four search results are generally the paid ones, but they also decide what you get to see and what you don't get to see based on their philosophy. And you've heard all kinds of things about Google lately. And remember, they were funded by the United States government. And so, and, and Google keeps track of everything in every place you go. Gmail is theirs. And so they have right. your email, but they also follow you literally everywhere if you're connected with Google and they save that all and they sell that all and there is an alternative to that and there are lots and lots of different different uh, ways to search the internet now there are dozens of search engines but one that I've found that that's really kind of very nice is called Duck Duck Go because Duck yes, Duck Go doesn't save that. yeah <laughs> yeah they don't save any of the information. Now, they do yeah. keep the tweaks, so if you go to it and you're looking for something that you already looked for on them, it will get you there very fast. You don't have to type it all out because it, it's predictive text will know what you're looking for. But, but they don't save or sell or keep track of you across the entire Internet like Google does. And for, if your privacy is important, and for lots of people, Privacy no longer exists. In fact, I'm not sure that's a real word anymore. But there are things and ways that you can do it to make it less intrusive. And and if you're going to play on social media, just remember that you're playing on social media and you've given that up to the world. Once you put it out, whatever it is you put out, it's there forever. Because there is yeah. a page on on the internet called the Wayback Machine. Honest. It's called the Wayback Machine. It's not just like uh, the cartoon Sherman and whatever the dog's name was. But um, um, the Wayback Machine owns literally everything you've ever put out there. And if you ever want to go find something that you did, you can do that. Just go to waybackmachine.com and put it in and see what you get. And can you actually get rid of stuff from there? Oh, no. No, 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 no. I'm telling you, once you put something <laughs> on the Internet, I, I while, you can, while you can pretend to erase some things, while you can certainly delete some things, it never goes completely away because it's already like Twitter, been saved Twitter, instantly. Right? Right, yeah. right. It's, it's so saved that. that, yeah, it's never going away. It's really that's good stuff. So I, I'm I'm loving this. I'm actually learning some new things from you, and I'm taking notes as well. So 
this is really fascinating. It's a, it's a fascinating topic because I think most people don't realize. I mean, I agreed. I, yep. I have a public figure, you know, public profile because of, you know, my shows, my events that I do, my speaking events. So, yes, I put myself right. out there. Even though, like, I try to in, in some area, you know, making sure, like, I, I try not to share, you know, personal stuff. I try, you know, I try to, like, now alter more of what I put out there. You know, sure. um, and then, uh, of course, you know, my philosophy is like, you know, I, I don't really go on Facebook, you know, every every day. And if I do, I'm posting something and gain out. Right. So, yeah. you know, well, Facebook's I, very I addicting. It's very they, addicting. Yeah. So I know people actually they have it on the background. It's running all the time. And I know because I know how to check these things. I have a lot of connection with people see like who's looking at you and who's doing stuff or whatever. And you can right. see people, that's all they do. Like, I'm like, don't you have a life? Well, <laughs> like, <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me point another thing out to you, because one of the things when we talk about social media is who actually runs and controls it? Because you keep hearing things about big tech, and, you, and, and we've already talked a little bit about Facebook and Google. But one of the things that you mentioned was LinkedIn. And, and I've been on LinkedIn since the beginning of LinkedIn, too, and watched it go through three or four iterations and, you know, used to have a LinkedIn business page and they blew that up and, and all kinds of interesting. What you have to remember is who owns it. And the answer for LinkedIn is Bill Gates owns it. Microsoft owns it. Oh. Well, and that's a surprise to most people, but it's absolutely true. Microsoft bought it a long time ago, which means that Bill Gates owns it. So if you hear Bill Gates' name and you love Bill Gates, it doesn't probably make any difference. If you think that Bill Gates is one of the other people on the planet that you should worry about, well, then LinkedIn fits in the category. So, so that's one of the things when you pick and choose, and, and there are you know, hundreds of social media platforms now, and they're across all the different spectrums. So they're conservative platforms and liberal platforms and pretend center platforms that are for everybody, and, and that would be really nice if it was true. And, um, but, but one of the very first questions that people should ask or find out the answer to it, who owns this? Who's running it? Let's let's keep that thought here going for a second because I actually this is very interesting because I think what when we question see this this is my philosophy again I always make sure that I am putting myself in in the front here to say you know if I don't practice something or I don't do I have no say to say it or no place to say it but you got to question everything I mean you know I. It's not about taking side because I, I this is one thing I pride myself on. I, I am not a side taker. You know, I'm all about facts. You know, where do you get your facts? How do you question information? Information, like, again, is overloading. Used to be. I remember having a conversation with my dad multiple times. My dad, very, you know, like he spoke seven languages. He just passed away last year. But I used to have very intellectual conversation with my father because he said, News used to be scarce, meaning it was only available to the elite, people who are like, you know, educated, people who, you know, and you used to know where the, the, the information is coming from. Well, now you get information from everywhere. And one of the things that blows my mind, I, honestly, when I see whether it's LinkedIn or especially Facebook, when it says 
news. There is a there is an icon where it says this is what people get their news. What kind of news are you getting from oh, a platform? Oh, I agree. I don't. I, right? I don't even begin to understand. <laughs> yeah, I I don't even begin to understand how people get their news from Facebook or Twitter. But but when I learned that my son, who's going to be forty this year, um, in his in his twenties. His news came from places like The Daily Show. He watched The Daily Show, and that was his news. And I'm going, oh, my God, and slapping my forehead, and are you really telling me the truth? And it was like, yeah, he watched. And, and there were two of them. So The Daily Show and the other one that was its partner, its buddy. Um, he watched those virtually every night. And so whatever they told him was his news and what he believed. But see, it is a different. And I'm sure he's still watching them. I, I understand, sure. like, okay, so you can be entertained or you can be influenced. I choose to be entertained. So I love the cool. Daily Show, show. That I watch the Daily Show, but do I actually get my news from the Daily Show? Absolutely not. I don't get my news well, from and, anybody because I have to do my own due diligence to understand what is truly is going on. And, and now Colbert's got the late night show. And the truth is, his monologue is usually very funny. When Trump was president, it was all in one way and one side, and, and he doesn't do too much to the current president. He just sort of lets it slide. But he still has a funny monologue, and so I let it play on my TV in the background, and I'll pay attention when he's doing his monologue, and then I'll look to see what guests he's got, and uh, and maybe I'll watch the rest of it, and maybe I'll put on a movie. I don't know. But but you're exactly right. We have to pay attention to where are we getting our real information from, and what does it mean that it came from this place? How biased is it? In fact, I took a survey yesterday about biased headlines and stories, and it ran me through half a dozen different series of headlines, and there were probably six or seven or eight for each one of the six, and then it said, okay, here's your scale. Now, on this scale, where does this one fit in terms of bias? You know, are they liberal? So it's like from a minus 10 to a plus 10. So, you know, neutrals in the middle or centrist is in the middle and then conservative was on the other end. So from the left to the right, where does this one fit? And, um, and it was actually quite interesting. And, and, it, and in my reading of it, none of them were terribly biased as far as I could tell with just the headlines. But I had put all of them except one, a couple of dots to the left or to the right of center, and probably if there was a story with it, it would have been easy to move them further. But it was it was quite interesting just to go through that. So that's it's, a it's, really but, important but question Bob, that let's people stay have on to this pay point for to. a second here. You are a professional executive coach as well, and you do you work with companies and corporations and stuff like that. Even back when I used to work for corporate, and now I work for myself. And I, you know, I took the, the, the skills and the training plus my college education and everything that I do, and I put it into my business. But I always follow the same process. When I am approaching somebody, you never approach one of your clients or potential client with just telling them what they need when you don't know what they actually need. Do you? Absolutely not. Oh, yeah, that's a you great question. You can't tell them what they don't, when, they, when they're not buying. You have to do facts. Find it, right? I mean, that's like the first thing you need to do is gather yeah, information from them, right? 
And I think if we just follow this, because, you know, that's why the show is really for personal and professional, because when we question things, when we realize, like, you know, how is this relevant to me? You know, this show might not be relevant to, you know, I, I don't know who it's going to be relevant to, but I'm sure it's relevant to all of us, most of us, because when most of us use social media or most of us use search engine, most of us are have some kind of present online. How are we managing, you know, I know like you mentioned in, in before, I mean, obviously we're still in a better place as far as the United States and the rest of the world as far as privacy, but let's face it. I mean, if you out there, you are out there, but how are you managing that information is out there? And how do you want people to reach out to you? I mean, like I look at LinkedIn, right? We go back to the professional um, site with LinkedIn. I've got a lot of leads from LinkedIn, but now I find myself people constantly trying to reach out to me and connect with me. And then when I look up their profile, they're practically saying they do what I do for a living. And I always wonder, I'm like, did you even and oh and 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 they don't they take it further one one step further where they send me a message on LinkedIn trying to sell me what I sell, which I find it to be ironic. I'm like, have you ever like even checked my profile before, or are you just basically trying to connect to my connection? You know what I mean? Like I, I well, just don't oh, yeah, get no. it. it. Well, I I have two answers to that, and the first one is it just came up in front of them, and there was some crossover so they pushed the button that went hello connect and the other thing is they've got a built-in uh, program that then sends their new connections their sales pitch so that's what's going on there but the really good ones will actually write one for you and you know most coaches have coaches so that's also part of how the world works so True. so um you know, if if it's a canned pitch, that's on them. But if they took the time to write 20 lines of real touch coach Rhea kinds of stuff, well, then maybe they're good at what they do, and maybe it's worth a conversation. And maybe you Absolutely, can talk to them. Absolutely, and I agree more. with you. Absolutely. That is so true. Yeah. But, again, I always feel like it's overlooked. You know, like they're really not interested in you particularly. They're more interested in in selling you what they have to offer. And that's yep. to me, like I, 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 have, I have the philosophy of saying before you ask, you got to give. You give before you take. And if you're not willing to give, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, again, I, I'm not saying, you know, this is my, you know, let's take a short break. <laughs> I have to keep my thinking here about this topic and we'll continue in uh, just a few um, seconds. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Thank you so much for being here. Your Life Now Radio Show with Coach Rhea will return in just a few moments. Would you like to grow your business and advance professionally? We would love to be of service to you. We are experts in creating the right solutions for you and for your business. At Your Life Now, we know what it takes to succeed and to increase your bottom line and to grow professionally. So for more information, please contact us at yourlifenow.info. Again, that's yourlifenow.info. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to Your Life Now show. I am your host, Rhea Wilkie, also known as Coach Rhea, the host and and the producer of the Your Life Now show. Thank you so much for being here. We are talking social today. 
social media, internet connection, and with my special co-host, Bob Bavard, a speaker and executive with the highest level of creativity and problem-solving, coaching, communication, and interpersonal skills. Before the break, we, talk, we touch on a lot of different um, aspects of how we use information and where do we get our information, are we questioning information. And let me tell you, in the last half an hour, the beginning of the show and during the first half an hour, I've learned quite a bit from Bob. So, Bob, again, thank you for joining me today and co-hosting the show. Thank you. It's, it's, it's really a pleasure well, having you. Thank you. It's my pleasure, too. It's quite fun. I appreciate being asked. Thank you. And I hope everybody's enjoying. Oh, I'm, I'm sure they are. And again, just to remind everyone, the show will go along on demand and archived, and it will be available on Apple Podcasts, Your Life Now Show with Coach Rhea Wilkie, on Amazon Music, Spotify, Audible, uh, iHeart, let's say multiple, everywhere you can get your podcast, the show is available. And also simply you can go to yourlifenow.info and the player is on the website and you can download any of the episodes that you like for free. So, um, so you know, this is something, you know, we offer information. So just thought provoking and get you to think perhaps and to see things because remember, everything is perception. And if you change your position, you're going to see something different. So try not to be, you know, I call it, what are they, what do they call it, Bob? Like a, the, the tunnel vision or like one, one side kind of, you know, like just be center where you can look in every direction or change your, or move a little bit so you can see what else is available. Yeah, most, uh, most of us, find a position that we're comfortable with, and then we search for things that reinforce that position rather than opening our eyes and minds and listening to all of the, the sides. And I make a real effort to try and get the information from sides that I don't usually or necessarily agree with so that I can understand what it is that they're saying and why they're saying it. One of the things that I've learned across my life is if I don't understand their arguments well enough to make arguments about it for and against, then I haven't done my work or my thinking. Because if I really don't know what they're talking about and if I can't argue for it or against it, I, I, I don't have a handle on it. So exactly, um, I, work, I work really, really hard on that. And I have four different newsletters that come to my email box every morning that give me both sides. So whether you want to call it red and blue or liberal and conservative or black and white or whatever, um, I, I, there are some things out there that literally work very hard at putting both sides, both positions, both sets of arguments into one document for me to wander through and, and get a better idea of what's coming off of the planet. That's, I mean, that's great because, you know, like, I, again, I, I, I do, but, you know, but, I, again, I pick and choose, uh, the, you know, and all, I, let's simplify this. Everything's awareness to start with simple questions, right? I mean, you know, if you don't know something, you, like you said, you, you have no ground to stand on because you don't know. So how would you even have any kind of, you know, dialogue about it? 
But it starts with a question. So I think that's most of our approach should, I think, again, it's from my thinking, is we should really try to ask more questions. We used to have more dialogue. I mean, if you and I are not having that dialogue right now and talking in general, I would not have learned from you about the way pack the what is it the way back uh, uh machine or um you know like how you you know linkedin owned by microsoft and some of the the, the things that you 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 mentioned on the show i did not know even though i'm very savvy and i feel like you know i'm up to date on you know staying relevant and on information and everything but i think most of us if it doesn't apply to us we feel like we don't need to know it but then it shows up somewhere and we just take it as it's true without questioning it. Well, if you don't know about it, maybe you should really look it up. Like I wrote these things down that you said, so I'm gonna sh- fast check them because I didn't know that you said that. But yeah. I appreciate you share them and we have in that conversation because yeah. we open in the door to learning more. And I think that is the key. We need to understand that everything is not standing still. Everything is moving. So it's either you move forward or you move backward. And a choice, obviously, it's you or, you know, whoever, you know, you, you, we're talking here yeah. with. Um, just make that choice to keep moving and to ask questions and to learn yes, more ma'am. because the more we learn, the better we are. Asking smart questions really is most of the battle. But I'm going to add another one here that, that dances around this too, because where a lot of people go for their answers is Wikipedia. And I'm going to tell you that when I see somebody use Wikipedia as a source, I almost automatically dismiss them. I will give it another second and look at it in a couple of other places. But Wikipedia is one of those first it's, it's, done by anybody who wants to do it. So anybody can go on it and make any corrections or any changes they wish. And that means lots of the changes and lots of the information is actually inaccurate, but it's also very biased and it leans to one side. So I don't like biased sources and I definitely don't like inaccurate sources. And when somebody uses Wikipedia as their proof, I'm pretty much laughing at him and done with them because it's not an acceptable source in the world I live in. Well, I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't know if I, you know, I mean, yes, Wikipedia jumps out of when you're trying to search for something or you're trying to get information about someone or whatever, and it's like, oh, they have a Wikipedia page, right? You know, this is who the person is. But again, I mean, it, 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 when you look at information from one side, you get in one side of the information. When you look at multiple places, now you can pick and choose how you process this information. Because again, I, I feel like most people are like being influenced versus being informed. Like we well, just like, okay, I want you to do this then because I said so and it's on some very popular platform, then it must be correct. Yeah, we, we all have to quit feeding our, our own personal biases. We need to open our minds up and be willing to examine and think and look real hard. And unfortunately, it doesn't happen enough. 
So, I, you know, I, I position myself as a solution provider in my business because I was like, people always ask, like, so what do you do? Well, I am a, you know, solution provider. I look at, you know, what's going on and look, try to find solution for, for your needs. But, <coughs> excuse me, I have to mute myself. I'm getting like a little cough here. Well, I'll talk for a minute. And that's my catchphrase is uh, solutions to your yes. business puzzles and nightmares um (laughs) if there's an answer to be found we can find it we just have to be open asking great questions and and looking hard the answer yeah i mean that that is simple solution but i think you know you talked about the comfort zone you talked about pmb and comfortable right so if i'm comfortable where i am it's like well you know why if it's not broken why fix it right so if you are satisfied we can't change people. I mean, this is, I'm, I, I really want to iterate this again. I am not here to change anybody's opinion on social media or what they're supposed to be doing or not doing. All we're trying to do here is to kind of open your mind, open your mind, have you think for yourself. Because, I mean, that's the reason why we have our own brain to think for ourselves. So if we have, if you allow someone else to think for you, then your outcome is based on their decision and choices, not yours. And I kind of like refuse to actually live by somebody else's choices for my life. I choose to make my own choices. And that's the difference. I mean, I feel like, you know, I mean, if we bring more awareness that people need to ask, like you said, smart questions, you know, people set goals and they say like, why don't they achieve their goals? Because their goal is not smart is not focused. They really are all over the place. I mean, I've been in coaching, even when I was in corporate, I was doing, when I was working for at and I did corporate training and in sales. And I can tell you, one of the things that I always ask, you know, is like, what, how would you, what would you do? Like, what would some of the things like, you know, what is it that you want? And how do you feel you measure your success? And I've heard it, like, even from my professional, even from clients close to me, that said to me, they measure their success based on someone else's success. What? Of course, I don't say that to them, but like to my mind, it's like, how can you even measure your own success by someone else's success? So if someone, so you want to feel better about yourself, well, at least someone else is not doing too good. Or someone will tell you, well, you know, someone else has it worse. But why are you focusing on someone else and you're not focusing on yourself? So, Question? <laughs> well, uh, these are AT&T stories? Well, this is my stories. Yes, I mean, this is my stories. Oh, okay. no, I mean, like, when you we know. talk about sales, but I'm talking about my stories yeah. now. But, I mean, you know, when we talk in, in training about sales, we use NLP because I'm, pro, you know, I'm also certified as a practitioner. Right. So, you know, and NLP is like, you know, how you think, how you people perceive you, what kind of, you know, word you use, what kind of, you know, so anyway, I, I, but my thinking is like, you know, yeah. why would you be? Mm. I, I did a lot of training for AT&T. I did their headquarters in New Jersey, and I did their region oh, in did. Lewis, and I've done training for them across the country in a dozen different places over the years because, well, that's what we do. And AT&T obviously brings in experts sometimes to help with the process. So there we go. Well, I mean, so, it's absolutely, okay. I mean, I, I you and I were in the I same room together sales. before and don't remember. What's that? I said, I'll bet you and I were in the same room before together and don't remember. 
I would probably say because you know what, in New Jersey, everybody works somehow at, at AT&T. So like everyone you meet in New Jersey, they, you know, they worked at AT&T. And then, of course, everybody knows it's AT&T is a big company. I mean, they don't have the, the power that they used to have, you know, because I was working with them in the early 2000. Yeah. Actually, I started with AT&T late 90s, 98, I think. And then I got, I offered a position with MCI to be the sales manager um, for a new division that they they launched and then they filed bankruptcy and then the whole story is like, you know, sorry, you know, basically I think 2006, I got laid off. Uh, you know, I worked for ADP. ADP, I learned NLP from Tony Robbins at that time. He was one of the top people that they brought in for training. You know, they had like two weeks yeah. training, you know, that we, we right. did. So, yes, they bring, you know, so you probably were one of the specialists who come in and, you know, they do the training. See, I was yeah. from there. That was me. You know, so like, and, and, right. and, and I have one of their credit cards, and it still says AT&T on it, even oh though it's God, not there. Oh, my God, I have and, an American and, Express card still. <laughs> and, and, and they're my, uh, they're my fiber optic um, provider for internet. So oh, wow. AT&T still has value across the planet. Very cool. But see, you know, we like, again, when you're in a professional world, like we are, you know, I'm, I'm sure we, we cross paths, but let's get back to the point here. What we're trying to say as far as information and information overload and, and then how we get our information and are we questioning this information that we call it so-called facts. Oh, where, you know, where did you hear that? Well, I got my information from online. Well, okay, great. You got your news from online. But is it true? Is it so? Is it, you know, like, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I call me there. I like, I honestly, I am probably the hardest person to sell because of what I come from and because of sure. how I do you know, me, you, you giving me the privilege to sell to you. So if you were to be my client and I'm selling you, it's a privilege to me. So I cherish that relationship very, very much because I'm here to serve you. I'm here to be of service, right? So I have to be very, very specific and very, you know, so I, I feel like, you know, we, we just need to really just look at things differently or, I mean, it depends on, again, the, the side of the equation that you are on. Are you doing social for social? Are you doing social for business? Or are you business for social? Whatever it is, how you use information online, it's really up to you. And how you utilize it, it's up to you. But then I feel also you cannot be forcing it on me as the truth. Do you follow me? <laughs> oh, yes. No, I, I think uh, people need to understand exactly what they're doing and why. And know the consequences. Exactly. And they I think every be action their own. Yes, I'm here. I'm here. So we got like quite a few people in the in the studio here calling. I I see some of them have their hands up and uh and some of them are for listening only. So let's see if we can take one of the calls. You ready for a call? Oh sure. Okay. Hi. Yeah, seven four eight five. You are on the air. Can you state your name? Hello. Please? Hi. Your name? This is a mutual friend. Mutual friend. It sounds familiar. Uh, so, uh, Wayne Zamora. Oh, hello, my dear. Hi. How are you? Thank you for calling. Good. You got a thought uh, here? 
Yeah, uh, Bob, very informational, very good information. Thanks, Wayne. I appreciate it. I always appreciate your smiles and your attention. It's a good thing, man. Uh, In fact, I think, Bob, I think that's how we started out through social media, I believe. Uh, um, You guys go back pretty far back, huh, Wayne? Oh, Wayne made oh, me famous. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wayne, was my third, Wayne was my third magazine cover. It's wonderful to be. I was the Christmas present for all the women on the planet for his nice. magazine cover. Oh, check you out, Bob. Yeah. Okay, Mr. Bob. <laughs> he was hey, Mr. by the December. way, FYI, uh, the land connection and Wayne, you're going to be our new sponsor, you know, soon. We're going to be talking about that on the show soon. Um Yes, I appreciate you so much. So, Wayne, um, I met him. We were doing a red carpet, right? Like, I met you through, I think, Judy. Yeah, Dr. Judy Seabree. And, um, yes, and I covered a red carpet event in Donald, Virginia. And uh, you were my connection. And, and, uh, yeah, thank you for calling. So, give us, uh, you know, do you have any uh, feedback or anything that you'd like to share? Yes, yes, yes. Take it in consideration what Mr. Bob said about uh, how the social media started. And I think what's happening today is a big example of what he's talking about. What is the positive side of the government helping start a platform like this? With today's war that's going on, I'm not going to name sides, they're using social media to find the enemy. <laughs> it's incredible how uh, the young ones don't think about what they're doing, and they're and and there's that find my iPhone feature, and they're finding their phone, the soldier that took it. They know where he's at. It's incredible uh, how this platform is being used today. So how do what you use the platform, Wayne? Let's, let's, yes. let's, uh, um, I know, I mean, you know, we're going to try to stay out of politics here because <laughs> we don't want to, oh, it's, yeah. it's a big, big can of, you know, and it can go in many directions. So why don't we talk about how you utilize social media yourself? How do you feel like social media works for you? Or it doesn't work for you. Uh, it works for me in the fact that I've generated, uh, right now it's at over 20,000 business followers and, um, and I meet new people on a weekly basis, about two, three people a week. And I connect with uh, many uh, business groups like LEAN, L-E-E-N, which stands for Latina Executive Entrepreneur Network. I associate with several Hispanic chambers through social media in several cities. So for me, it's a positive tool in that regards of connecting with many, many uh, influential people, as you may say. So is it working for you? I mean, do you use it? Is it primarily you use social media for business, for your magazine, for your... Okay, go ahead. Yeah, I use the social media to find content for the magazine. And okay. And once I establish that relationship, it usually stays forever, right, Mr. Bob? I mean, we've been knowing each other for a long time. Oh, oh yeah, no, I and I see his stuff every single day because he puts his magazine covers up and he puts up a couple of other different offers that uh, run across the the pictures on the top of Facebook. That's absolutely, I'm, you know, I'm, I, yeah. 
I'm I'm fortunate to to say that I have come across so many uh, high profile people that I've become friends with, where I can call them on their phones. Because when they call me to reach out to them to be on the magazine, guess what they use? They use their cell phone. <laughs> so I'm able to stay in touch with them. But of course, I asked her permission first. Uh, the lady that's on my cover now, she just got married, but this is the second time I put her on. But she has over a million followers. She's a uh, life-slash-business coach uh, up and down the East Coast and South America. And she's been known to hang around L.A., red carpets, and so forth. And it's not every day you can talk to a person like that, call them on a cell phone. So I am glad that it's working for me as far as making great connections. Well, I'm glad to hear that, yeah. and I appreciate you uh, um, calling in, uh, um, Wayne, uh, and, and I appreciate everything that you do. You also, you know, you can, uh, if you'd like to pitch in what other things that you do in business, we'd love to hear about your um, your other side of the uh, of the business world. What else, what else that, you, that you do? Well, uh Seeing that I do come across these high-profile people, I, I introduce the paying part of the magazine. That is my financial services and insurance. Right, Mr. Bob? <laughs> right. <laughs> but it, but it just. Oh yeah, just and, and I think for December in. it's time. I think it, it'll be like eight or ten years come December. I should be your Christmas present for the world again, and I could put on some. Uh, and I can I, stand upside down and <laughs> I love you, Bob. I've never seen somebody so like confident in themselves. Like I am a gift yeah. to the world, the women. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. Hey, you know, somebody's I mean, gonna uh, light them up. I'm happy to do it. <laughs> yeah. and, and Mr. Well, Bob, I, I, I'm I, looking forward to be on the cover soon as well on Latin Connection and uh um so uh, I have to say maybe I'll be the gift to the men's world. <laughs> I don't know. Absolutely. <laughs> Mr. Bob, I well, just want to tell you, know, you that you, all the information you're sharing is very appreciated. It's good to know. Thank you. It's people you. like yourself to you. share. It's, it's good to share information that, uh, like that. So. You're yeah, welcome. No, I, it's what I, I know how to do. So thank you for appreciating it. Well, you know, I remember when I first started, this is, used to be just internet radio, you know. I started 2011, my first podcast. Uh, now everybody calls it podcast. It seems like everybody has a podcast now. But when I started, it was uh, internet radio, and I had no idea what I was doing. I just celebrated 11 years on the air. And I remember my, you know, thinking like, you know, oh, my God, people, I don't know how, you know, I'm good in person. I'm not like phone person. And I remember like in sales, like I was an outside sales executive. So I used to meet with executives and talk to them and try to, you know, make, negotiate deals and stuff. And I hated the phone. And I remember <laughs> my first ever show, I literally hosted it by dialing the number to call in for my show. And, uh, and I was really fortunate enough, like we talked about, it all starts with a question. And I start throwing it out there, everyone that I know or everybody who inspired me in my journey, professional journey, I will just send them like, you know, would you like to be a guest on my show? And everybody will say yes. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is like happening. Like, this is really happening. 
So from that point, I realized what was my passion, which is I'm really, I love what I do. It's just because, like, again, I just want to inspire something positive in people, you know, something that will hopefully any of the information that we share on the show, whatever is small or big, or even if we reach one person, inspire one person to just think outside the box or think differently so they can make their life or their business better. I am the happiest person ever. And, you know, this might sound like cliche, but it's really truly is because that's the reason I do the show. I don't script my show. I don't try people. When I have guests sometimes, they send me all these questions. I'm like, please don't do that because I'm not going to follow any of these questions. So, you know, if it's a book, send me the book and then we'll talk about the book based on how I, you know, feel like it will be relevant on the show. But for that purpose, I do appreciate you, you know, um, being here, and I appreciate Bob joining me in this on the show today and co-hosting the show. So we are coming to the end of the hour. Uh, Wayne, you're welcome to stay on the call. Um, but I'd like to get, like, you know, a few thoughts from you, um, Bob, um, to close the show with hopefully inspiring ideas to look at things differently or even to question things differently and see if we can inspire some positive change. Well, we hardly actually scratched the surface on this, and we could come back and do a whole other program still on social media and talk about some of the other uh, sites that are out there that are available. I've personally signed up for dozens of them just to make sure that I'm on them and have the ability to get to them should I ever need to or want to and see what's going on because I'm testing and trying everything all the time. And I'll admit, I'm addicted to Facebook because it's wonderful and delicious, but I hope (laughs) to God people aren't getting their news from it because, you know, uh, if they're getting their news from me, they're getting pretty flowers and pretty stars. And I love it. And the chocolates and, and all that, you know, I'm like, every time you put yeah, it because yeah, I'm a chocolateaholic. You got know so. that. You, know that. you can't get chocolate from me. You can't get it from anywhere. But, but exactly. that's not about news. That's just about being connected and having a good time. Well, that's the thing. This is what you just said. I think we we need to be more like enjoying what we do without being attached to anything. I really try not to get attached to anything. My like my philosophy because if it goes away, you know, where you're gonna be? Where are you gonna be? Right? Like what what's gonna happen to you? I think we should need to enjoy the platform, not to not necessary to to over you know. Um, I don't know how to say it. Like, I mean, I, yeah. I, I personally, yeah, I, I but that's like, exactly you know, the point. The, they put you in jail for three months. You need to have someplace else to go and someplace else to interact and some of your same people. And so that's my wish for you is that when we're done here today, that you'll go to my space and find me and go, Hey, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your favorite social media platform? Oh, it really is Facebook. That's where I spend my life. But, but you know, you hear all the good and you hear all the bad, and, and Facebook is doing all kinds of interesting and oddball things. And so if you're using it for your politics or your news, it's the wrong place to be. But, but to be connected with people and to make their life shiny and to pat people on the head and to hug them and to just have a good time, it's wonderful for that. I love it. I love it. 
And while it sounds like we need another hour for this, but since we scheduled this for one hour today, I would love to have you back again and let's talk more social. And I, you know, again, for everybody who's listening, you know, the show will be archived the minute we go off the air. Um, and it will be available on multiple platforms where you get your uh, your podcast, including our page at yourlifenow.info. Um, you know, but I do love for you guys to support our show on Apple uh, Podcast. You know, subscribe so you can have all the updates. You know, on all the episodes that are available, and uh, give us a thumb up. I hope you know. I always reach for, like, again, I mentioned that during the show, Bob, if you remember, I would say if you don't have something positive to say, (laughs) please don't say anything. So we always (laughs) encourage, you know, positive feedback, you know, even if you don't like us, I'm not your cup of tea, and I understand we cannot always be someone else's cup of tea. But if we are your cup of tea and you're enjoying information and you have some positive feedback and you like us to cover certain aspects or you have someone in mind that you'd like us to have on the show, please let us know. And uh, again, you can send that information directly from the, you can comment directly on the show here page or anywhere, you know, you, um, you know, including Facebook. So connect with me. I'm on Facebook, on Twitter, Instagram. I'm not on MySpace. (laughs) Maybe I will check that, especially for Bob. And uh, uh, I'm also on LinkedIn. So if you professionally wanted to know more about how some of the services and what I do as well, contact me on LinkedIn. And uh, we're not selling anything here on the show. So we're just basically having fun and sharing some thoughts and um, some information. And Bob, thank you. Thank you so much. You are Wow, I'm I'm really you know I, of course I'm always impressed by you, but I'm just saying impressed by your knowledge. I think you know there's a lot of things that you definitely um, know, and uh, I, I appreciate what you shared with us. And any uh, anything else that you would like to share? Well, just uh, keep on jazzing it up. Keep on jazzy. <laughs> hey, I like jazz too. So yeah, see, you know, we we see eye to eye. Um, even we don't like. Again, I just want to point this out. We might not see eye to eye with a lot of people, and I know myself. I I can be the first one to say that. I don't see eye to eye with a lot of people because you know they're so fixed up on what they think and what they believe, and I I always feel like you know how do you know that? Like what's your you know. You believe something, okay, that's great, but, you know, most of our beliefs come from inherited information that we know for years. Are you questioning that information? Is it relevant for you right now? But with all that being said, I appreciate you all. Much love to all, and we'll just leave it to that. Thank you again, Bob, for being here and for making this so sweet. And and Wayne, Wayne. You're still on the call here. I muted you. Thank you again, Wayne, for dialing in and, and sharing your thoughts. Uh, thank you for letting me in. Thank you, thank you. All right, everybody, we're going to close up the show here. And, again, we will have Bob on the show again to kind of go social again and talk about more because there's a lot to cover. But just know choices are made every single day. When you make the choice that is good for you, it's going to work for you. So make the choices that is right for you and question everything. After all, it's your life. So why don't you live it your way? 
Thank you so much. Much love to all. Appreciate you all. And one more thing, it takes collaboration and mutual agreement to make the impossible possible. So go ahead and celebrate who you are and make the impossible possible. And always position yourself and your business for success. Be present. Look for insight. Take action. Take a small step. Evaluate what you are doing and remember where you are so you know where you are heading. Stay amazing. Much love to all. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.